Hello and welcome to the Dads of Adventure podcast. If you are listening on your favorite podcast app, um, you can also view this in video format on YouTube at the Dreams Magic Adventure YouTube channel. Um, if you're watching this on the Dreams Magic Adventure YouTube channel, go ahead and subscribe and you can also listen to that on your favorite podcast app. You can also find Dads of Adventure at Dads of Adventure on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And check out our dadsofadventure.com page where you can find more information about our membership and get signed up for our newsletter as well. Uh, the membership consists of two parts, a great part where you get to talk to other Disney dads like uh, Fred that I'm about to interview here and we'll get to uh, more about what he's doing, um, awesome stuff he's doing and um, what makes him a Disney dad in just a moment. Um, but uh, we can also, um, you know, informative information about just how to have a positive Disney experience because that's what we're all about with Dads of Adventure is helping dads to have positive life and Disney adventures with their family. And in that group, we're talking the language of Disney and sharing those experiences together um, just to make everything um, uh, and more enjoyable for us and our families. So with that, um, we'll get started here today. Uh, I am talking with uh, um, Fred, um, AKA Mr. Fred, um, and I will uh, turn it over to him for a moment to uh, just let you know a little bit about what, what he does and uh, we'll ask some questions and we'll, we'll go from there. All right. Hey, thanks, Scott. It's, it's great to be here. I, I'm really happy we got a chance to talk. I know we've been messaging each other for quite a while, and mm -hmm. uh, it's exciting to watch uh, the Dads of Adventure grow here, so it's fun. Um, so just a little bit about myself. As you know, I'm, I'm Mr. Fred. I'm Mr. Fred to my students, so I'm a, a college-level professor, and uh, I've been teaching kids coding camps for, boy, probably about 15 years. And uh, I made this observation over the past few years that we needed to inspire and kind of light that spark of interest in learning more about uh, coding, aka software programming, and get kids excited about it. And actually, anybody who's interested in it, excited, you know, interested in looking at it. So I wanted to create something that was easy and accessible and fun. Uh, I'm a firm believer in you know, learning should be fun. So we start off and we focus on building cool things. And I always, I'm a, a, a Star Wars 1977 guy, kid. Um, mm -hmm. I'm a Disney fan. So I'm also a video game kid. I'm an 8-bit graphic guy. So I'm an Atari 2600, which started me on my path. I always wanted to be an astronaut. I would love space travel when I saw Star Wars. You know, it really got me going. Uh, that's a whole other story. But anyway, creating Get Me Coding um, was my answer, or my solution, or my approach to helping people begin to learn how to code. So that's what I do now. I, uh, I'm getting ready to offer some new packages and tutorials and there's a lot of free stuff out there. So if, they, if anybody's listening to this out there, I'm sure there are, if they want, come out. Uh, you can go to getmecoding.com and then you can find yourself over at the courses page and sign up. And I would love to work with you. I'll answer any questions you have, just like I do with my students. And um, yeah, we can go from there. But that's what we do over at Get Me Coding. Yeah, and just to give some context to that, like, you know, I think, you know, there, there's always talk out there of like how coding is an important thing, or maybe you haven't heard that coding is an important thing in um, today's world. And, um, you know, just, just to give some perspective on that, I, in middle school, I had um, like our um, computer lab teacher, they did like enrichment courses for the summer. And I had like one HTML course where I learned some super basic HTML. Some of the tags that 
don't even exist anymore. Uh, I really like the blinking tag, you know, that made the <laughs> words blink. And um, I think I had like a surge logo on my front front page when I built it in GeoCities. But you know that. <laughs> so some people will recognize that, and other people are like, "What are you talking about?" But no, yeah, um, you're, you're, now you're you're showing a little bit of your age. Yeah, there, so that's, yeah. but that uh, but that one little piece of coding and like one um, computer coding class that I took. Um, before I switched from engineering to business school um, was a, um, you know, helped me throughout my career because I, I work in the, you know, there's um, worked in the technology industries and um, just that one little, those little pieces of coding, you know, have helped me to um, understand things better, understand how programs work. I can look at like a web page and although I can't, you know, like code it from scratch, I can still kind of see problems and things like that. And that came into, you know, has come in, uh, been helpful throughout life for sure. So, yeah, um, there's, there's, there's definitely no doubt about it. I mean, there, yeah. there's some, a lot of great correlations that shows crit- coding, you know, helps critical thinking, helps logic and reasoning mm-hmm. skills, which I think almost every career, you know, requires, you know, so yeah. even if you wanted to come over to what I do at Get Me Coding, it's, it's just to get you started, get you, it, it sharpens the brain. It's simple, you know, and, and it's, and it's also, I'll say this too real quick when we move on, but um, a lot of people assume software programming coding is for the geeks. And I said in a loving and affectionate way, cause I am one. And obviously, you know, you are too. Uh, but the thing is, it's, it's also one of those things that's incredibly creative. And um, you know, I've, I've had a lot of students who were more of the creative types um, start mm-hmm. to learn how to code and, and some great things happen. It's, it's not, um, it always doesn't require a high level of math, depending on what kind of coding you're doing. It's, it could yeah. be whatever, as long as you're willing to work through the problems and you enjoy it, it's, it's, it's fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's lots, lots of problem solving. Mm-hmm. And one, we'll get to some of the other questions too, but one thing I wanted to mention that um, I found on uh, Mr. Fred's website that I found pretty awesome is uh, yeah, if you've seen some of the BB-8 uh, droids that are available like in Disney Springs or, you know, on the Disney um, shops and you see them like rolling around, you know, with a little magnetic head on the top where somehow magically it doesn't fall off. I mean, I mean, it's science, not just magic, but it's Disney magic. Um, <laughs> right, but, right, right. Uh, but I, I, I didn't realize until um, I saw your, um, you know, YouTube video on this that you can actually code those things. So, you know, so that that's you know some of the things that I think you um, yeah a Disney connection there yeah you know, yeah yeah that's that's where it all started so like I said I'm a big Star Wars fan and that's the Sphero uh, line of of bots so yes. there's there you can go out to Sphero and and you can kind of purchase all their bots but they came out with that's the Star Wars series now since then I think Star I think Disney has moved on to their own line or they're moving in their own line and there's going to have some features in there but you could buy those Sphero bots the BB-8 I have I have a I have a blast them. And on that, on the website, if you have the Sphero VB8, you can come out and I give you some ideas and show you the app mm-hmm. and how you could begin to do, how you could write code. And so when I say write code with that, um, I like to start people off. So there's block coding, but you could even peel it back to another level and it allows you to also to write some JavaScript. So you can learn how to write JavaScript by, so you could drag the block and you could see what it translates into, into the text code. So you could, 
have fun at a variety of levels. But yeah, that's mm-hmm. that. I had a lot of fun putting that together, and you could yeah, you could definitely come up to the website and download those the tutorials, or come out to the course, and you could follow the steps that are out there. It's a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah, it, it didn't. Yeah, I remember looking at it and like, okay, that's that seems you know simple enough to to figure yeah. out. So. Cool. It's like a lot of things though. Like sometimes when you don't, you don't know these things hidden. That's like, as we were just talking before we got started here today, it's mm-hmm. like we go out and find the things. That's cause it's what I do. And then, you yeah. know, you kind of, you know, you still keep on searching. <laughs> it's fun. All right. Well, um, we'll talk, you know, I, a very poor transition into other Disney stuff, but we'll talk a little <laughs> bit more um, about that. And I asked you some questions. So we'll, we'll get to uh, a few of them here, but I'll start. Um, with, um, you know, what, um, and you can answer either, either one of these that you wanted to, but, uh, you mentioned that you had, um, kind of your first Disney memory or your, um, favorite Disney memory. And you mentioned you had multiple. So, um, so if you want to pick, you know, whatever, whichever combination of those and we'll, we'll go from there. So yeah, I, it's give an idea so- of your Disney experience. Yeah. So when I was a, the first time I was in, I, I stepped foot in Disney. I was, I was in um, Disneyland in California and I was there on a family trip. It was a three week vacation where we met family members in Missouri and uh, they were out there with us and we were all attending a wedding. It was, a, it was well, you know, I think I was probably 12 at the time possibly. Um, so that was one, I mean, just going out there with a big family group of kids, just fantastic. So, and, and, and I think the, the thing that made that particular trip into Disney a little bit more interesting was spotting and seeing Ike Eisman, who was the star of the, uh, witch mountain movies, okay. escape to witch mountain, return to witch mountain, all those. Yeah. So he was, he was the boy too. of the, yeah, it was the girl and the boy and he was the boy. But the, um, the other, the other memory, I mean, I, I think that it's, it's like, you know, growing up in the, in the late seventies and the eighties, um, you know, we, t- TV was a lot different than it is today, obviously, but watching the wonderful world of Disney on Sunday night was a big deal. Right. And you would watch it. And I, I think I, for me at that time, not really realizing who Walt Disney really was, or, you know, the mm-hmm. whole mystique around the creation process i just like cartoons and i always thought it was so cartoons were a novelty right it was either a saturday morning event or if you had a cable channel you would maybe catch something you know on the cable channels occasionally right mm-hmm. but so on a sunday night on the major networks you know you had abc nbc cbs um seeing a cartoon in the evening that was a big deal you know <laughs> it sounds yeah. so trivial right now but i would love to see any of the Disney cartoons come out. And, uh, and I think that's also another one of those little, you know, building blocks that led me down to this path of, of always, you know, really, really being fascinated and enjoying everything Disney does. Nice. Yeah. And, um, you said, and, you know, just, you know, getting into kind of like, um, you as a Disney dad, what would you say defines you a little bit as a, as a Disney dad? <laughs> well, you can't, I know we're on zoom and this is a podcast, but um, 
you, you're getting a subtle glimpse of what's going on behind me. And then if you were to look around me in various spots, you would see all kinds of Disney paraphernalia, books, mad, uh, mad, magazines, uh, maps, and everything like that. But I, I think, you know, if you ask my family, they'll always tell you, well, he's either listening to a podcast or he's listening to the streaming Disney channel on the radio um, yep. or anything like that. And, and it's always that ability to create and such, you know, I'm always, I'm always digging into the material. It's always around me and I never get bored of it. And I really don't. I enjoy it. You always find something new. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, it's definitely an inspiration. Like everything that you know, Walt, Walt Disney did, and um, you know, just the like you said, like listening to some of the music and listening to some of the podcasts, learning additional details. Like I, I love that that type of stuff. Like I would go everywhere from like some of the general stories to like I've one of the podcasts I listened to that I mentioned a few times that has, you know, just some great history is the Walt Disney world family museum podcast. Like it has, um, they have like these audio clips of like Walt actually speaking and, um, and some of his relatives speaking and stuff like that too. So it's really cool to hear their voices and hear like that, like ultra historical (laughs) detail um, perspective. So yeah. Well, th- and that just came out as an, wasn't that really some release as an app? Is there an app now for that or? Um, they, or maybe they it's been it, on a while. I, like you can find it on like Apple podcasts. I know. I'm not sure if it's on like Spotify and, and some of those, but. I have to check it out. I know that I, I just saw somebody talking about it the other day and I thought it, it's something just like beyond the podcast that was going to be something a little bit more significant on your, on your smart yeah, device. I mean, there might be. Um, yeah. I know like that they, um, like right now they have a lot of things on Instagram where they are trying, I know they did like a virtual, um, like gallery where oh. one of their, um, for some of their shows where you can actually like go through and almost like you were going through like a virtual tour of a house, but you could look at like the, they had paintings and things like that, that you could look at, um, oh, wow. by going down the halls of their, it was like mapped out and stuff. So that's neat. Oh yeah. no, you're right though. It, it's nice digging into that, that, that kind of stuff. Um, and I, I, you, I, you know, there's other th- something else too. I remember when you were asking me why I'd be defined as one. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a big hands-on in the yard guy. I love landscaping. I think mm-hmm. it's because, because I'm at the computer so much. I like just shifting gears completely. So mm-hmm. um, whenever we're outside, not that my, my landscaping looks anything like Disney, but I always either I'll say it to myself or sometimes I'll catch myself even saying it to my son or my daughter. I'll be like mm-hmm. Disney details, Disney mm-hmm. details, you know, so, you know, clip this, pick this up, you know, clean it up because I've always been, I'm always fascinated. My family always tell you when we're in the parks, um, my favorite ride is the bench. Well, it's not really that my favorite <laughs> ride, but I'll joke about that because I just love to look around Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm, cause I think I have a really good appreciation for the level of work that that takes. And cause I, cause I have to take care of my own house, which is, you know, quite smaller than the parks. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm looking at it going, this is, this is, this is a lot of work and it's beautiful. So yeah. So the, uh, the Disney detail landscaping <laughs> reminders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I definitely, um, yeah, all the things that they, that they do in the parks that like go unnoticed, like, you know, even like as we're recording this, the parks are still closed. They're about to reopen, but you know, it's like someone was probably still there doing landscaping because you can't let the landscaping get overgrown. Right. You know, you've got to still tend to to things like that. And um, 
you know, they're just still doing like the flag ceremonies and, um, you know, which is pretty cool. So yeah, those, those yeah. pictures that were coming out were pretty impressive, weren't they? Yeah. I mean, it was, it was really, a, a, and as a veteran myself, I mean, it was like yeah, it's special to see that type of stuff mm-hmm. still going on. Yeah. So, um, so I, I appreciate that as well, for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and, um, yeah, so, um, We'll talk a little bit about like some of our our favorite things and um, in terms of uh, the park. So I asked you like what your favorite. Um, I normally ask like what favorite snack resort and attraction. So um, I see some similar themes in 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 two of those. So we'll start with like what's your favorite resort and uh, and snack because I assume that they might be a little bit connected there. So <laughs> yeah. So my favorite snack is definitely the Dole Whip. Um, and, and, and with that, my favorite resort is the Polynesian. Now that, that becomes like our home base, you know, like that's where we love to stay the first time walking through there. Um, you know, and you're getting that, the sense, the scent of the flowers and the, and the atrium there in the lobby. Mm-hmm. And then they did the renovation and they change it. And it's like, Oh no, what about the scent? You know, like, are you, this is so, but it is, it still, still smells the same. It's still, it's still beautiful space, you know? Um, but it's such a great place. It's so immersive there. It's so peaceful. It's so lush. Um, it's just a great spot, right? I mean, it's like, a, um, it really is an amazing, it really does capture it. It's funny though. I was watching um, Blue Hawaii with Elvis Presley a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago. And I was like looking at some of the architecture, not that it, you know, it's, it's, in, it was shot in Hawaii, obviously, mm-hmm. but, um, and then you got the Polynesia, but I could see, you know, that movie at that period and the way a lot of the, the pre-renovation Polynesian type look and feel color schemes. You can, I could definitely see it was definitely rooted in the 60s or the seventies and so on. So yeah. it was, uh, it was kind of, so now all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, if I want to really get a feel for the Polynesian, I'll just watch blue Hawaii again. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it was, uh, yeah, but that is our, that's our favorite places. The, the nice. Dole Whip. Yeah, the, yeah. My favorite thing to do is grab a Dole Whip actually in Adventureland, um, mm-hmm. I do, I don't, I mean, I, I won't turn one down at the Polynesian there at the, yes. at the, the pineapple or at the pineapple one eye, but, um, then in Adventureland right there at the stand, but sitting on those rock type benches, there are benches, mm-hmm. but they were like rock formations and over by the cannon. I just mm-hmm. love eating my dual whip and just watching everybody pass through that little, that little concourse area there. It's, okay. it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's fun. It's just fun watching people. While they're sweating, you're sitting eating an ice cream. So yeah. that's good. <laughs> Quickly sometimes because it may, yeah, exactly, it may, exactly. It may be dripping too. <laughs> right. Now, are you, are you a, uh, a Dole Whip purist or are you a Dole Whip float guy? So, yeah, it, I, I am a Dole Whip purist. So, okay. but, I, I, but I do also, I, I, you know, I do enjoy uh, it, it mixed with vanilla too. I'll, I'll kind okay. of go back and forth some days. Yeah. Um, but no, not the float. I haven't done the float in a while. Okay. Um, now I wanted to do one out at, um, uh, in the animal kingdom. Okay. And I know that they, they also add a little adult beverage to it too. If you want to have a little bit of that, mm-hmm. but it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, you know, animal kingdom is usually, you know, 10 to 15,000 degrees warmer. So having <laughs> that out there is nice. <laughs> Yeah, I think the uh, the containers that you can get. I don't know if it's for the Dole Whip, but yeah, that I'm 
I'm uh, I think there's like a little like flute on the side of it. Yes. Or something like that. Yes. That for for one that, of the souvenir cups. Yeah, I think that's I think that's one in Animal Kingdom, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I know I that we got seeing it in like you know one of the ABC specials where they go to Disney World, and I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute, that's not they don't have that at the Pineapple and I. There. No, they don't. Uh, you know what I did? We we did get the bowls though. We have the the tiki bowls that were okay. there. They're at they're. When I, I remember looking at them and I thought they were like going to be ceramic, but you get in there with plastic, but that's okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that way, at least, it, you know, if they drop, then be true. You want to be, gonna, yeah, yeah. <laughs> be too, too upset. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Um, yeah. I look like um, the, the Dole Whips and um, I will, um, I like the, um, they had like a pineapple upside down cake type version of it that they introduced. Oh, um, that sounds good. In the last year, I think. So, um, but um, it's pretty good. But yeah, the right, I think standard Dole Whip or um, with the, the float, it just depends on the day. Like sometimes you need just pure, pure Dole Whip and other times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is. It's, it's, it does yeah. its trick, you know, and, and yeah. it's funny. You could eat a lot of them and you're never full. So it's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I, I'm here. I hear you on the Polynesian. Like uh, I will stand down there like near, like where Captain Cook's is. And like as many times as I've seen it, like the little uh, case that's down there that has like all of the old records and oh yeah 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 and yeah. books and stuff like that. I love to like just look at the details and I have several pictures of that. I don't know what I'm gonna do with the pictures necessarily, but it's like I'd like to find some of those sometime and just listen to them and see what they are because yeah I yeah I, I definitely like a... uh, um I, I haven't done it yet because it seems rather weird, but I would love to record some of the music that's in like the bath the the bathrooms down there next to captain cooks because it's like really good music but especially like at christmas time they have like a special soundtrack that's in the bathroom that's different than like what's on the oh really yeah in the main area for whatever reason oh i didn't i didn't know that i maybe you can just hear it better i don't know but i I think there's a special one in there no there's it is i know we have a soundtrack and and there is a website i believe it's the tiki man that has a lot of interesting stuff but um there's um yeah there's it's just a great it's just a great vibe to the whole the whole location yeah. and yeah i love roaming around it and and even at night with the tiki torches being lit it's just it's just a beautiful place it's it's our favorite nice well i'll move on to uh one other question here and you said um your favorite i'm not sure i understand I was trying to get that off my phone. Siri tried to jump in there and answer the question for us, but uh, I'll let you answer it. Uh, <laughs> it's just, uh, what is your your favorite uh, ride at uh, Disney World? Yeah, so when it, it, isn't it isn't it a crazy question though? Like it, it, sometimes you feel like you're gonna you could answer it in a heartbeat, and then all of a sudden you pause, and it's like, well, you know what? I also like that one. There's just so many different things about yeah. different experiences. <laughs> Depends on but the I, way that you're looking at it. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I, I think when when you prompted me with a question beforehand, I was thinking, you know, Spaceship Earth, because Spaceship mm-hmm. Earth tells this great story. And being a technologist, um, you know, traveling through Spaceship Earth itself and and seeing the progression of of information, it's the it's it's basically the dawn of the information age. And I just love 
the history that the thousands of years, a history that leads up to where we are today. And, and it's, I use it as material in the classroom, actually. Um, you know, I t- it helps phrase, frame, frame things up. Uh, the first backup, I love the, you know, when the, the, uh, the libraries in Alexandria burned the telling of that. I didn't like that happening, but that, the telling yeah. of that, that saying, oh, we they had scrolls backed up in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really neat. But, you know, they, I think the one ride that still just is just so fun to be on, too, is just is Pirates of the Caribbean. I mean, mm-hmm. I love the feel of it, the smell of it, the everything. Um, it's just a classic vintage ride. And even though it changes subtly from time to time, whether you're adding Johnny Depp or mermaids or, or the, the redhead pirate now, um, mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just also one of those rides that goes back and spans generations. But if I had to pick, a, if, if I were to make this a top three, I think I would probably have to add, um, you know, Space Mountain in there too. Okay. Um, you know, Space Mountain. Yeah, we can make field. it a top three. That's yeah, really there fun. you go. I mean, why not, right? Um, Space Mountain. But uh, there's, there's just so many, so many great, great rides. Um, how about you? What's, what's your favorite? That is a good question. I'd say overall, all time, like, combined, like you said, there's different contexts to that mm-hmm. question. But I think overall would be um, Small World. This, oh wow! Um, and I think it's because it's like a, a a family favorite too. Like my sons uh, really like it. They know the movements of the animatronics. So like <laughs> when they're going through, you know, they're like, you know, yeah, they've got the the movements down and um, for the individual and, scenes too, not just like you know just <laughs> generic animatronic movements. But they've got and when they sing it, you know, they they know that too and. Um, that's cool so that's i just really love cool. the color like all the mary blair you know yeah. stuff and yes um it's just um you know really cool so um yeah so small world's my combined if you look at everything as a whole favorite um but i would have to say just trying to think about um but probably like a, a, a modern favorite would, would definitely be like the new Rise of the Resistance. Um, uh, yeah, I haven't been on that yet. I'm so looking yeah. forward to that. Yes. <laughs> I, I won't give anything away. It's, no, it's, yeah, no, please. I, I mean, I've tried to stay away from someone. Yeah. I mean, I, I've heard bits and pieces, but yeah, that's, that's a kid's dream, that whole, yeah. that whole idea, you know, and the, everything. Yeah, I can't wait. I'll just say that the, well, whatever, the, whatever system they put in place, however early it is that you have to get there. It's totally, it's totally worth it too. Good. Good. All right. I'll be there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, I mean, that's it. That one just um, redefines a little bit, but yeah, I think overall, like the, some of the classic attractions, like, you know, they, um, like you said, you know, things that, um, like if it were still here, I'd probably um, be trying to say, I don't know if it, I would actually say it's my absolute favorite, but um, the, um, but if it were still there, like the backlot tour. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was, I thought that was so cool. You get to see all the special effects, all the yes. props and everything. And um, uh, I was, uh, 
I just got a VHS tape of my 1991 vacation as a family. And so there's some pretty like lengthy segments of some of the rides. Like it's not like the whole ride, but, um, Oh, that's cool. So I got to see, I remember some of the stuff back there, you know, like when they used to have like the earful tower and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, but that was, I think I got to be, uh, Al Borland one time. Oh, nice. A skit that they had going on. So, yeah, that, so that has, um, so historical, you know, memories for me. So like things like, like you said, like spaceship earth and, um, um, I'd say like one that I try to go on regularly because I feel like it might be like the next converted ride, um, would be like the grand fiesta tour. Oh, right. Um, right. Right. Yeah. Things like that. So. Oh, that's cool. No, no, yeah. that, that, the backlot too, that, that is, that was a great, it was great because it kind of like, like you said, it, it, it did a great job of inspiring you to, to understand like what all went into making the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it was, cause it still is. I mean, even with all the CGI and everything, there's still a lot of neat special effect mm-hmm. work, you know, and that, that kind of tied it all together in a nice tidy way. And yeah. And every now and then, like when you go through there, right. If you looked, in the back lot area you would catch a glimpse of something like herbie or a snow speeder or um you know something else that was left behind from the movies and that yeah. and i always like looking for the star wars stuff and that was long well this is long long before galaxy's edge obviously but even like it was it's long before the final three of the of the of the whole uh saga right so mm-hmm. it was it was just neat to see that stuff so it was cool that is a great ride yeah, yeah. um yeah, and um, I recently watched like the the Rocketeer um, mm-hmm. when Disney Plus came out, and it um, I watched it like once at a sleepover, like when I was like you know ten or something like that, and I barely yeah I remember it, but I don't think I paid attention to it. I didn't really like understand what was going on with it. But if you ever want to revisit Hollywood Studios, and it it has a lot of like. I wouldn't recommend it for kids necessarily because it's got a lot of like 1990s, like gangster violence. Oh, right. Right. <laughs> and right. It, but, uh, it's, uh, um, but it's definitely like straight out of Hollywood studios. And, and, huh. um, to, you know, I, I haven't seen, I haven't seen that in a long while either. And, yeah. and you know, that, that's, that's got to get added to the queue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's definitely yeah. in there. Yeah. Well, um, I know we need to, uh, wrap up here shortly. So I'll go ahead and ask the question, you know, just so we make sure we get in here of um, what would be some things that you would recommend to, to other Disney dads that can help them have a positive Disney experience. So to, to, to make it a positive experience, I think if, if you're new to Disney, you definitely have to go in there with that expectation of do what you can, but don't feel like you have to do everything. I think you can make special moments happen just by being with your family, no matter where you are in any of those parks. I think if you feel like you have to go on that mad dash to see and do everything because, you know, you've heard that there's this, that, and the other, you're going to just be stressed out and you're going to stress everybody else out. Um, I think you have to just go down there with a plan and that plan should be to enjoy the moment. Um, and try to, you know, do a little bit of homework beforehand, of course, you know, make sure you, you're familiar with the general layout of the parks. But, um, you know, everything is an event, right? So 
I think one of the things that I've always been intrigued by when I talk to people that have never been to Disney before, but then when they go down there, they're a little, they're a little overwhelmed, is that it's always the focus on the ride. And you, as well as, you know, and I know that Disney is not just about rides, mm-hmm. okay? There's attractions and um, the attractions are fun in the queue. The queue are, the queues are interesting and mm-hmm. long. I mean, now to a young person with your family, they may not want to be reading things and always doing all that. But then there's the food, the food's an experience. The stores are, the shops are experiences. Um, the, the seeing the, anybody along the pathways or the streets performing and, and all that stuff. Um, I think all of that is, is really, really important to remember and, and to take it in, like, don't just be in the rush. It's not like going to a local amusement park near your home. Um, and then for the dads that have been going there, you, you know, as well as anybody, then uh, you know what to expect. But once again, I think, you know, it's, it's one of those things I always find, like, let, let, let the kids steer the ship for a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, let them guide around the park, let them explore, give them a map, let them plot the course for the day, you know, and of course, I got it along, but that, that's my best advice. You know, I think sometimes we, we over plan it, you know, and yeah. that's what, it, that's when it starts to get stressful. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, yeah, just change. Yeah. If you're, if you've been there a few times, uh, changing it up. Yeah. And definitely, um, yeah, the, the, I, whether you whether it's a once in a, a while trip or a or not, yeah, you can't can't do everything, but appreciate the things that you're doing in between because um, it's all there and all great. So, yeah. um, but I'll go ahead and ask the the final question here, which is because um, I, I loved your answer to uh, what Disney character best represents you. <laughs> yeah, I I I I, I think I've rep- I'm I'm represented well by Woody. Um, okay. now when I say Woody, I, I, I think it's, I'm also split with buzz there, but Woody was great at organizing things. Now I'm not saying I'm great at organizing things, but I find myself always trying to organizing things. And I say that on the heels of this answer of how to, how to go about Disney. But <laughs> the yeah. thing is, I, you know, you know, when I look at my day, I, I really try to follow it up with a good organized approach, you know, mm-hmm. time blocking and scheduling and so on. So I, I look, I used to always look at Woody when he would have those gatherings with the toys in the, <laughs> in, uh, <Yeah. laughs> in Andy's room, you know, um, I find that being me sometimes. And then also I think with Buzz, I think it's a, uh, it's just a sense of adventure. You know, it's like always going out, trying to find the fun things out there and, and, uh, Maybe on, maybe on a flaw side, taking himself too seriously. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, it's a it's all good though. That's what I would. That's what I'd go with. Yeah, I mean, you can have a combined character. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Thank I think you. you know, if if we're getting like philosophical on Disney characters here, I think you could probably say that Woody and Buzz are like two sides of you know different yes. personalities and combined they would be like the super personality so yeah, right 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 yeah they, well they're the perfect team you know yeah. i mean that's um that'd be a great topic right there perfect teams of disney characters well maybe we'll have to do another one at some point have there that, you go just have that discussion only yeah there you go there you go <laughs> yeah, okay give me a ring and i'll we'll we'll, we'll, jump, we'll jump on it all right well all right well i know i know we're out of time for right now so uh, we'll go ahead and wrap things up but we'll keep that in mind for the future for sure um so yeah for a um uh fred i'll go ahead yeah if you want to mention you know just kind of uh some of your places people can find you here again um and we'll make sure that's in um the notes and things for the show wherever you you find those notes and sure um 
and then I'll, I'll wrap us up here. Okay. Yeah. Th- yeah. Thanks again, Scott. Um, yeah. You, if you want to come out and, and try out some of the stuff to get coding, uh, visit www.getmecoding.com and you could find us also on YouTube, uh, youtube.com forward slash get me coding and Facebook forward slash dot get me coding and give us a follow on Instagram where I or share some insights to my day and, and some of the things that I'm working on uh, also on get me coding. So, and if you have any questions ever about getting started to coding or anything tech, if I, I'll be glad to answer it. And if I can't find the answer, I know I'll find somebody that will have an answer for you. All right. Awesome. Well, and uh, I'll wrap us up here. So again, you know, uh, you know, come if you're listening um, on a pod- podcast format, uh, there is a YouTube version of this at the Dreams Magic Adventure uh, YouTube channel. So check it out there and subscribe. And uh, you can find us on most podcast apps. Uh, we just joined iHeartRadio and Spotify. So you can find us there as well. And uh, then, um, you know, at Dads of Adventure on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And uh, again, check out the dadsofadventure.com website, um, sign up for the newsletter, and come be a part of the membership so you can talk to uh, fellow Disney dads like me and Fred. So there you uh, go. thank you again, Fred, for joining us. And uh, I'll end it with uh, how we end everything here on the uh, Dads of Adventure podcast, which is go have an adventure with your family. There you go.